0: The following is an interview with Robert McCormick, which originally aired on Modern Notebook July 19th, 2020. Music selections featured as part of this on-demand version of the interview are from the live premiere performances of these works. You can find a link to the studio recordings of these two pieces featured on the new album from Robert McCormick and the McCormick Percussion Group. That's on our website, WSMR.org. This is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and tonight I am joined via Zoom uh, by Robert McCormick, who recently retired as a professor of music and percussion at the University of South Florida after 45 years of teaching. Uh, Bob, as many of us know him by, served as principal percussionist and assistant timpanist with the Florida Orchestra for 20 seasons. He is a former member of the Harry Parch Ensemble and has performed and recorded with high-profile artists across all genres, And he holds numerous teaching and performance awards, including the 2006 Florida Music Educator of the Year and the 2015 Percussive Arts Society Lifetime Achievement in Education Award. His uh, McCormick Percussion Group has just released a CD in collaboration with the group Strings and Hammers, consisting of all new works commissioned by Bob. Bob, welcome to Modern Notebook.
1: Well, thank you very much. And they are co-commissioned by Strings and Hammers and Winmiko as well.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, so this album uh, is in collaboration with members of Strings and Hammers, a trio of piano, violin and double bass. Uh, what led you to commission these works or, or co-commission them, as you said, uh, with this group in mind?
1: Well, we're always exploring new ventures and the idea of putting a uh, piano trio, a string bass uh, with percussion ensemble uh, seemed like a normal uh, uh, experiment to try. And uh, Strings and Hammers, of course, is a world-class group. And... Uh, Miko teaches as a colleague with me at USF, so it seemed natural to try to commission composers and come up with some new ideas and a new vocabulary.
0: This is um, this is kind of an interesting combination of instruments. It's, of course, a piano trio, but instead of cello, it's a double bass, and uh, I don't know of any other examples of this instrumentation in general, but also with Uh, percussion ensemble and percussion orchestra. So uh, did you encounter any kind of advantages or challenges uh, when featuring combinations of these three instruments uh, with the percussion group?
1: well i would say surprisingly there were not balance problems and i think because the group is so excellent and and they're very open minded to new music and trying new things and the composers seemed very well of their orchestration skills in making sure that there wouldn't be balance problems so uh I think the advantage was working with top-notch musicians, and uh, uh, all of us have this unique passion—or perhaps not unique—of really trying new things and finding the right combinations of things that work.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it really comes through in the album itself, uh, and you know your output um, in terms of commissioning new works and recording C- CD projects. Uh, has really been no less than prolific, uh, if I may describe it as that. Um, You've released over 30 albums of music for various iterations of percussion orchestra, as well as concertos with the ensemble. And uh, most of these works were commissioned or co-commissioned by you. So... uh, thinking back to maybe the first few albums, even what initially led you to not only encourage the creation of new works, because that's an undertaking in itself, uh, but also document them in these recording projects.
1: Well, I think probably I was with Harry Parch in my late teens and early twenties. And so I think I developed a real appreciation for music. And my percussion teacher at that time was Danley Mitchell, who was Harry Parcher's conductor. So that was a big influence in, and it became a a very natural uh, thing for me and an inherent thing for me to want to continue along those lines. I then spent a couple of years in an army band during the Vietnam era. And when I came out, I ended up at San Jose State University studying with Anthony Cerrone, who was also quite interested in new music. And, and our colleague, his colleague at that time, was Lou Harrison. So again, I began to get a double dose of, of new music and, and so on. And I came to USF, I believe I was 26. And uh, on the faculty at that time was the avant-garde composer, Larry Austin. And Larry also took me in another direction. So I had some wonderful mentors that really infused that that enthusiasm to develop uh, an interest in new music. As far as the documentation is concerned, when I was growing up, there were so very few percussion ensemble albums. And I just thought we have to have a documentation of the liter- literature that we are playing, so that that was the incentive to develop the recordings uh, with the McCormick Percussion Group.
0: I, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, and I'm sure this is difficult to answer, but do you have a favorite um, recording that you've <laughs> that you've made? Uh,
1: I really have to say you know, the, 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 the common statement that people make for a question like that is the one that I recorded last oh, or yeah. the one that I listened to last. So I can give you that that answer. I think that's probably <laughs> the safest thing. That's,
0: that's fair. It's kind of like choosing a favorite child or, or favorite yes, it is. pet yeah, or yeah. student. Yeah,
1: they are definitely all my children and I think of them equally.
0: Beautiful. You're listening to Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR. I'm talking with Bob McCormick about the newest release from the McCormick Percussion Group, uh, commissions and co-commissions that feature members of Strings and Hammers. I'd like to play the opening track from this newest CD, a uh, piano concerto by Anthony R. Green titled Solution in this first movement. Uh, actually has no percussion instruments, just various body percussion, stomping, uh, and whatnot, accompanying the piano soloist. Uh, Bob, could you tell us a little bit about this piece and, um, and, and what we're going to hear?
1: Well, the composer Anthony R. Green is one of these people that just makes the world a better place to live. He is a social justice composer, artist, commentator and this work, Solution, is really a highly political message about injustice, not only in terms of Black Lives Matter, but in terms of gender and all the different marginal groups. When the enslaved peoples had to express themselves as artists, they didn't have musical instruments. So they used their body, they used found objects, and so on. They used different kinds of dancing and a form of what today we might call step dancing uh, to bring out different rhythms and express their emotions.
0: And uh, as you can imagine, um... A lot of this piece will kind of be lost through the radio without the visuals. Um, There is a video on YouTube of this piece, and I encourage you to check it out. I'll have it on our website um, after this interview as well. This is the first movement titled Tension of Anthony Green's Piano Concerto Solution. Pianist Unmi Ko joins the McCormick Percussion Group, led by Bob McCormick. Pianist Unmiko and the McCormick Percussion Group performing the first movement, Tension, of Anthony Green's piano concerto titled Solution. Bob McCormick conducted that performance from a brand new CD called Strings and Hammers with the McCormick Percussion Group and the group Strings and Hammers out now on the Ravello Records label. This is Modern Notebook on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9, streaming at WSMR.org. I'm your host, Tyler Klein, and I'm talking with Bob McCormick about the new album and his incredible career as a percussionist and educator. Uh, Bob, you recently retired from the University of South Florida after 45 years of teaching. So, um, first of all, congratulations on such an an incredible career in teaching and performing. I don't know of many many other people who who made it that long in the business, so to speak. Um, I realize we could easily talk for days about this, but I'm wondering if you could just share some of your thoughts on teaching at USF and the impact you had on um, so many students over the years.
1: Well, I was very lucky because USF was a new enough university that I was not bound by any tradition. So I really could do what I felt was best. I had a wonderful supportive faculty all of these years and uh, truly great musicians who inspired me. And students really come to a university, they're enchanted in wanting to learn. And so uh, I was not just teaching them but I was learning from them over the years and really growing into the job. So I was very lucky to have the position and uh, Certainly, will maintain a, a strong relationship as I go into my retirement years.
0: And and not just students, but um, at least speaking for myself, you you had such a tremendous impact on composers too. You brought so many composers to the university, and of course through these uh, commissions and, and recording projects. Could you talk a little bit um, talk a little bit about that? Uh, how how it maybe changed over the years, or um, or maybe didn't change.
1: Well, that's always a win-win situation. Uh, uh, when I first came to USF, there was a new music festival sponsored by Larry Austin called Intermuse, and he had brought in maybe dozens and dozens of composers, and it's a big festival, and we've continued that. After Larry left. Uh, uh, my colleague uh, Paul Reller started the Bonk Festival of New Music, and uh for several years we had a number of great experimental music concerts and new music concerts new classical music and so on so the joy of developing new works with composers has always been a part of my life
0: and i think i can speak for all the composers who have worked with you that we um we are so indebted and appreciate all that you've done for for all of us (laughs) it's it's really been fantastic um Bob, you were talking a little bit earlier about some of your um, your teachers and mentors. Uh, could you speak a little more about how your own teachers influenced the way that you've approached uh, just percussion music and teaching in general?
1: Well, absolutely. I was very lucky to have wonderful mentors. Uh, My first mentor being Danley Mitchell, who was Harry Parches, conductor. And uh, Danley certainly developed uh, uh, my abilities and started working on my ear to get a sense of sonority and so on. and uh, I also worked in Los Angeles with a couple, three outstanding teachers. Uh, Forrest Clark, who was the technical guru and uh, developed my hands. Uh, Ed Zigped was an outstanding jazz drummer with Oscar Peterson Trio. I spent some time with him uh, learning drum set skills. Uh, Charlie Humake, uh was the jazz vibus for George Shearing. I would go over to his house and study. I spent a summer at Tanglewood with Vic Firth, and that was certainly enlightening and continuing on my journey as an orchestral percussionist. For my master's degree, I studied with Anthony Cerrone in San Jose, and Cerrone and Lou Harrison were very close, so we premiered a number of Lou Harrison's works. So uh, uh, I owe a great deal to uh, my former teachers.
0: Yeah, that's just just an incredible... um... Roster of names that you've worked with. Uh, it's, it can't be said enough. Um, this is Modern Notebook. I'm Tyler Klein, and I'm speaking with Bob McCormick about his newest release on the Ravello Records label, an album of co-commissions featuring the McCormick Percussion Group and members of the uh, group Strings and Hammers. Well, let's hear one more piece from the new album. This is Pulsar by Eduardo Costa Roldan, uh, featuring all three members of Strings and Hammers. Uh, The composer says in his program notes that the piece begins with Strings and Hammers basically integrated into the percussion ensemble, and uh, they gradually start to have more significant roles as soloists. Uh, Bob, can you talk a little bit about this piece and how these instruments integrate with the larger ensemble?
1: Well, the composer, Eduardo costa Roldan has really integrated the piece well in terms of his orchestration. Sometimes the percussion is exactly part of the orchestra, and you won't hear the trio uh, as soloists. You'll hear them as integrated as part of the orchestra. And then as the piece develops, uh, you begin to hear uh, some of the solo instruments come, but the piece is really integrated well with the percussion ensemble. And the piece has a constant pulsation, but the pulsation is always very unstable and kind of runs in different layers where the semiquaver is constant along the piece, but the beat changes into different groupings and so on. So the composer of this work, Eduardo Costa Roldán, is also a flutist, and he is based in Madrid, Spain.
0: This is Eduardo Costa Roldan's Pulsar featuring the group Strings and Hammers with the McCormick Percussion Group led by Bob McCormick here on Modern Notebook. Strings, and Hammers with the McCormick Percussion Group, led by Bob McCormick, performing Eduardo costa Rodan's Pulsar here on Modern Notebook. Uh, Bob, once again, congratulations on your retirement from USF and on this album. Um, I can't imagine that you would simply stop doing what you're doing because of retirement. So what's next for you and for the McCormick Percussion Group?
1: Well, we have a number of composers that we're working with yet. Hilary Tan has written a concerto for violin, which will feature Sini Vertanen, an outstanding violinist who is also a member of Strings and Hammers and lives in Helsinki. And I'm also uh, working with Ayano Katioka, a percussionist uh, who teaches at the University of Massachusetts Amherst and is in the Lincoln Center Chamber Players. And uh, with the outstanding American composer, Stuart Saunders Smith has written uh, work for Percussion Orchestra and Ayano Katioka performing Amarimba. So we're in the process of recording those works. So we'll continue along those lines as long as we can.
0: I'm really excited to hear about, um, excited that there's going to be more CDs because they're just always so amazing. Um, Well, Bob, it's always great to catch up and talk with you. Congrats on the new album and again on your amazing career. And uh, thanks so much for coming on to Modern Notebook.
1: I much appreciate the invitation. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Bob McCormick recently retired from the University of South Florida, where he served as professor of music in percussion. And Bob has been a major player in the Tampa Bay music scene for decades. He served as principal percussionist and assistant timpanist with the Florida Orchestra for 20 seasons. He's been a huge advocate for new music in the area and beyond, and he holds numerous teaching and performance awards, including the 2006 Florida Music Educator of the Year and the 2015 Percussive Arts Society Lifetime Achievement in Education Award. His new CD with the McCormick Percussion Group is out now, a collaboration with the group Strings and Hammers consisting of all new works co-commissioned by Bob and the trio. And the trio, Strings and Hammers, consists of pianist Unmi Ko, violinist Sini Vertanen, and double bassist Julia Keller. And by the way, the recordings featured on this on-demand stream of our conversation are from the world premiere live performances of these works used with permission from Bob. And you can find links to the album and more on our website, WSMR.org.